Hello, everyone, and welcome back to No Beer Left Behind. It's me, Brian, here in North Texas, greeting you after the holiday week. I hope you had a fun one. I hope all ten digits are still intact, and um, maybe maybe your house is still erect and not a burning pile of ash, thanks to the 4th of July celebration that we all experience every year. But we're back. I am going to save my uh, beer selection for the evening because it will lead into a topic that I want to discuss. So we're going to kick it on down to Frank in Austin. It's a little weird because he doesn't have his uh, video set up, so I'm just assuming that Frank is ready to talk about uh, his beer and how his 4th of July went. What is wrong with your video? He's uh, basically using his neighbor's internet, Willem. You remember what that was like? Oh yeah, I do. Damn, but it, like he's not in an apartment. So <laughs> his yeah. is like a good, you know, like fifty feet away from. <laughs> yeah, Frank, are you there at all? I don't. I'm not hearing him. I'm not either. I can tell you how my Fourth of July was. Villain, why don't you go ahead and bless <laughs> us with how your Fourth of July was? As Frank just disappears off of the podcast briefly. How was it your was, Fourth? Uh, it was pretty uneventful. I don't know. Hello. Swear, there he is. God damn. Ah, okay. You got to turn the mic on. Still there in my 4th of July, though. So, no. <laughs> <laughs> so um, Brian, I was I had the perfect joke for the moment there. When you were I'm going to stop it. I'm going to stop you right there. You didn't have the perfect joke. <laughs> I did. I did. What I was, was going to say is, is luckily, uh, my house is still a wreck after the 4th, but it's really just because of the beautiful house next to me. So it, uh, <laughs> God damn it. Yeah. I, I, oh man. Uh, somewhere everybody's laughing in the car except Brian. I, uh, uh it's, it's just beautiful. I, all right. Okay. Send us your uh, laughing in car pics, uh, to at no beer left gas. On Twitter and Instagram. <laughs> on the Instagram. Uh, <laughs> on the grams. <laughs> on the gram. Okay, so, no, I mean, had a great 4th of July. Um, unfortunately, I am on Hobo Internet tonight. I am tethering my phone to my computer because Spectrum is having a nice, nice old Texas-wide, if not, like, certain nodes. What is this shit? You got an outage. That sucks. And so what does your yeah. neighbor have that he dodges this? Is this like DSL? Uh, AT&T. No, so we have AT&T um, cable internet. I'm not exactly sure how fast it is. So you have not, a, not fiber. Not fiber, no. We don't, we don't have access to fiber. Mm. Yeah, that's pretty shit. I think the max on that is like... As, that I've ever seen is like 5 megabits per second. Which is like hamster wheel speeds. Yeah, for those of you bad. calculating at home. <laughs> yeah, probably so, why you can't do video. <laughs> well, for I'm I'm on uh I'm on uh coaxial, so we get 
we normally get about 150 up. Or, yeah, sorry, 150 good. down, 35 up. So it's normally very fast, but tonight it is just really yeah. tanking. So. It sounds like you're calling from yeah, the fucking moon. Frank is on the International Space Station this <laughs> evening. It literally it, it does sound like, like a phone call. <laughs> it's fine. Bad. It's not like horrible, but no. you do sound like a call-in guest, basically. <laughs> okay. Frank and Austin, uh, what you doing? How's it going? And you, do you tell My me? House I was rough one. the house next to me. <laughs> God damn oh, it! God damn it! <laughs> <laughs> you have to start it with first time, long time, and then you start in with your dumb shit. <laughs> First time. Right, what are you drinking, Thanks, Frank? Brian, first time caller, long time listener. Can uh, I get a pack of Omaha steaks? Yeah, hold on, real quick. <laughs> Damn it, wrong one. Hold on. That's our that's our first time, long time. Those were good. <laughs> uh, oh, what man. are you drinking, though, right. Frank? I am indulging myself on a Big Bend. <laughs> National Park Hefeweizen. <laughs> you can't be indulging uh, yourself. Almost, but. I, I am, I am <laughs> indulging myself. I'm engorging myself. <laughs> I'm engorging myself. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, no, I'm, I'm enjoying a Big Bend. The I love Hefeweizen, I'm, I guess, just got in the stores. It's very good. Highly recommend. I think it might be their seasonal. Um, I love Big Bend stuff. It's good, and yeah, it's like it's priced decent. It's not like crazy expensive. I like it. No, absolutely. Cool. So that's what I'm having. I I had the Petacolis now I guess Grand Champion beer makers. Yeah, they Petacolis. Are. But I had their beers at the excuse me at the Growler Express the other day, and they will be coming this Friday to come do a. Meet the Brewer <clears throat> special release kind of event, so I'll be at that. Nice as well. And if you're in Buda or anywhere near South Austin, because there's only one of them, they'll be at the Growler Express, and you should definitely be there. Nice. Neat. That sounds yeah. cool. Oh, it should be good. Should be good. Everything's good. Everything's good. I feel like cool. that's a cover up for something not being good, but we'll get to it later. Well, yeah. <laughs> Villem, Villem, uh. Let's get to. I mean, the the world is waiting. How was your Fourth of July? <laughs> that was pretty low key, chill. I don't know. Went swimming a little bit, and oh, uh, yeah, that that was Fourth of July. I went to a birthday party on Friday. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was. Uh, they do it every year. Their their birthday is the seventh, so like they'll do like a joint like July Fourth birthday party. Yeah, and. Uh, they spend a shitload on fireworks every year. Like, that is what they huh. do. Huh. And so I sent that. Huh. Did you get that snap, Brian? I, that was pretty... Uh, yeah, Villain. I don't know if you saw the stories that we posted on Instagram, but... Did you post it on Instagram? No, I was talking about my my uh, right, neighborhood. Right, right, yeah, your neighborhood, yeah. yeah. But did you see him put... Uh, I just, yes. like, I've... How, like, was that as that bad of a caption? Uh, it was a little I touchy. It was a little touchy, I felt like, yeah. but it wasn't like just flat out like in bad taste. Like, mm. Mm. was it? <laughs> no, it wasn't. It wasn't bad. It was. Uh... But anyway, not. I'm not going to repeat it then. Obviously, but yeah, <laughs> uh, I don't know. I so it that's was, what I did. It was for, funny uh, for in in ch- like in cast chat. <laughs> okay, yeah. So we'll leave it there. Yeah. Um. So, but anyway, yeah. Saw a cool fireworks show on Saturday. 
But so that that like encompassed my Fourth of July a little bit. It wasn't immediately on Fourth of July, but that was like my fireworks show. I didn't go to a fireworks show on Fourth of July. Nice. Well, July. <laughs> I love saying Fourth of July. Fourth of July. Does that make you feel like, like a man? Down here in Oklahoma. Fourth of July. <laughs> To make you feel like a man when you throw in Jew in the middle of your words, the middle of your no, holidays. Jewel. Oh, <laughs> oh, sorry. It makes me it think like a, a jewel eye. Come on, you oh, guys. Sure. Where the hell? Sure. I think I thought it was July. Like, you oh know. my god, no, absolutely not. I just said the month, Villem. You took it in whatever direction you took it. That's weird, man. I was. Just I am drinking though. Okay, what are you drinking? Uh, if you say some anti-Semitic sh- beer name, I fucking quit. Like, <laughs> <Can> you imagine <laughs> what is that one brewery? Uh, Hebrew, Malta, or a what small is it? Schmaltz brewery. Schmaltz. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> anyway, they make really good beer, by the way. Mm-hmm. Um, very interesting too. Like they put a lot of like interesting information on their bottles. So what are you drinking? Is it kosher? No, S- yes. I am drinking a Shiner sea salt and lime. Nice. Ooh. Frank, and it good. was just like kind of intriguing. I'd never had one and never seen them. So I, and actually I saw them this past weekend, but they were in bottles and we were around pools. So I didn't get that. And so then I found them in cans today. So I was like, oh shit. Nice. Anyway, it's good. So yeah. I, I wish our market would get that beer. We still have a shit ton of strawberry blonde in our, in our well. market. And it is a bummer. Isn't that like the worst? Is, yeah. So is that in season for Shiner? It was in no. spring. It's not See, that's anymore. like the worst thing to me about Shiner. It's like 90% of the time their shit is like a, a season behind or like a half a season behind. Yeah. No, but this, the, the, the sea salt is, is summer. Yeah. In season. Yeah. Well, right. That's, but right. That's, this is like rare though for us. Yeah. It um, also should have been out like three, four weeks ago. See, but that's just yeah. you know, it's whatever. I'm like, uh, I'm not surprised. Fra- I was gonna say Frank got it, so he doesn't give a shit. Everyone else needs <laughs> yeah. to. Get I'm honestly it. surprised that it's not still cheer in the store. <laughs> suck, suck I bet, it, I bet you drive. I bet you drive around uh, Oklahoma long enough. I bet you'll find some cheer out there. Oh yeah, dude, you definitely will. Oh, it's a case, a case. How about of cheer? their, how about their cream spun ale? And you'd be like, kind home, of homespun, <laughs> homespun cream ale that Willem got super bummed. Mm-hmm. That made me so happy. <laughs> I mean, not ha- like I'm sorry that you didn't like it or that didn't meet your expectations, but it made me happy. Why did it make you happy? Uh, because I I uh, have given that feedback. Uh, v- oh, really? Many times of like, this is going to confuse the shit out of people. Nah, <laughs> it'll be fine. Okay, all right, sure, whatever. Brian, fucking listen to me. Should we not? Should we not discuss the problems that? exist within the German beer brewing market at the moment with Altstadt. <laughs> what? I felt like we really <laughs> so really cryptic, ran down Altstadt brewing like a month ago. <laughs> <laughs> we did. Hey. No, just because Shiner's like the other big... Well, Live Oak is too, but no, Live Shiner's Oak, one of the bigger... Live Oak does not have umlauts on their name and... <laughs> Both Shiner oh, and I, actually. The Spetzel <laughs> and Allstadt. Uh, I, th- I think Live Oak's Bavarian, I'm pretty sure. They have a Bavarian Hefeweizen. Uh, yeah. They do a I Hellas Lager. I think they are Bavarian style. Sure, sure, but, <laughs> sure, 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 sure. Yeah, kind of funny. I don't know. I, I did. 
I think people it's gave fu- me feedback on that. People gave that rundown I, of did they? I think the same people who find that funny <laughs> are gonna be the ones who found your fucking Fourth of July neighbor joke funny. So let's just <laughs> calls it like we sees it. Most uh, likely, mm. wrecked homes are pretty funny though. Nope. Anyway, speak. What would be erect on a home? The fucking roof. <laughs> the chimney. That's right, nailed it. Roof. Moving on. Okay, moving on. Uh, well, thank you for asking. Uh, my 4th of July was... Uh, Ryan, what are you drinking? Oh, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> my 4th of July was riddled with uh, hours upon hours of fireworks, which um, were cool at first, and then they got annoying, and then they became cool again. And then when my neighborhood basically lit up like goddamn Fallujah, it was actually really cool. <laughs> All right, so hold up here. Yeah, Fallujah's Why funny because it happened okay. a long time. It happened a long time ago. It's done. Fallujah's Get over. The with. fuck. Yeah, so it's more imperative that I make this joke then, so oh, that we don't forget not. how fucked up it is that this goes on all the time, and we don't. It's a commentary piece, is what it is. Okay. It's not just like straight up. <laughs> I think you're overselling okay, your for comments. the listeners. I sent a snap with. Uh, of fireworks right it starts out with like this uh bright fountain in the in the snap and the way that the fountain how bright it is and like the smoke and stuff it kind of looks like a flare in the middle of the road or something and then you pan up and it's like really loud explosions of like fireworks and i put the caption as (laughs) live from gaza (laughs) but like as like a news headline and i don't understand (laughs) that shit is happening dude israel bombs gaza it's a commentary the fact that you are defending this by saying it's a commentary piece it is okay absolutely regardless that's why i feel good about it is because really it's a big fuck you to israel okay well as long as we got that out there so (laughs) jesus christ so it has nothing to their religion it has to do with their pol- like the politics of that country i agree i mean i get to say that like i don't okay, i'm not okay an okay okay I, I, well, well now you're saying too many things now just stop it's it, i was giving you a hard time to begin with but now we're going we're, we've gone past the we've gone we've gone in a weird spot so i'm gonna try but to bring us out good joke my point was it's good joke <laughs> no, Fallujah. no Fallujah. Fallujah. No Fallujah, but no. So basically, what it boiled down to were 24 separate professional fireworks shows going off in my oh neighborhood my for about, no joke, two and a half hours. Uh, started at 9 o'clock, and then at 1 a.m., when I woke up to check on the dog who was buried in our closet. That's the worst. Uh, there were still people shooting off like mortar shells. Outside, I'm like, okay, well, wow, this is ridiculous. Uh, but it was really cool to see basically every that you you could turn 360 degrees and see fireworks going off. What made it horrifying was when I started walking around the block, and I was like, this is fireworks are not something you can enjoy mobily. <laughs> like you can't walk around and and safely right. see amateur fireworks because you're like, oh cool, any of these could fucking take off my nards right now. You're like, like getting <laughs> shelled more than you're like enjoying. Yeah, I started having World War One like PTSD flashbacks. <laughs> like this isn't this isn't right. Uh, so that was that was neat. No, Brian, if I said Iraq War Flash, no, I'm just kidding. Yeah, see, that's too soon. Too soon. <laughs> no one's having World War One flashbacks. The last dude died like ten years ago. We're fine. That joke's okay. That joke's okay. It's safe. It's a safe thing. So, uh, so yeah, that's that was that was that was my Fourth of July. It was fun. Spin it here at the house. This is the first time I spent it here in the two years that we've lived in this house. 
And I now see why the last two years I've had to clean up like a gallon of fireworks trash out of my yard. Oh, my God. This year, the wind was blowing pretty hard, so... (laughs) I'm guessing the neighbors to the north got a lot of stuff. Got it so, like twice as much. Yeah, I don't give a shit. Their problem now. I feel I, now. I feel like I'm one of the one of the fam. Anyway, what I'm drinking tonight though is uh, it's called Sunfade. It's a hazy hazy India pale ale from La Cumbre Brewing Company out of Albuquerque, New Mexico. Uh, so. It's a good, it's a nice, like, super, it's like a wheat pale, or a wheat IPA. It's pretty good. Quite enjoy it. Super funky hops. I I like it. But what makes it special is where I got it from. Uh, La Cumbre is not distributed here in Texas. I think it's done in Oklahoma sometimes, but definitely not this batch. This is like a brewery-only batch, and I got hooked up from meeting some of our Instagram friends that we made over the last year. I actually went and had beer with people I met online, uh, which was really cool and really weird at the same time. Because when I told people what I did... Where did you meet them? Uh, we actually met Tinder? at... Yeah, Tinder. No, uh, this is a group of people that, we, that we've been dealing with and like you know commenting, interacting with on Instagram over the last six months. And... They happen to be in Oklahoma over the weekend. Well, I was also in Oklahoma over the weekend, and I happen to have about an hour free. So I was like, cool. If you guys are in Oklahoma City, we'll meet you somewhere. Just hang out. Meet each other in person. It'd be kind of nice to actually meet someone who also enjoys craft beer as much as I do. Mm-hmm. And it was a really pleasant experience. Believe it or not, people are fucking normal. It was great. Uh, so I met... Did they uh, comment at all on the podcast? Uh, so they did and they didn't. They commented more on our Instagram uh, interactions with people and uh, the shit that we say on Instagram, which is uh, equally as funny because it's some inside jokes that we have on the podcast and uh, poking fun at each other in general. It's pretty fun. Uh, but uh, we got to meet if you're if you're ever over on Instagram at No Beer Left Cast, uh, you'll see our interactions with our with our favorite peeps. Um, be sure to go follow us and them, and uh, you'll you'll have a good time. Figure out what good beer is to be consumed across this great nation of ours, but more in particular, in New Mexico, Oklahoma, and Texas. So there was a guy who literally who lives over in Fort Worth. Uh, his name is Sam. He goes by at Come Get Some Beer <laughs> on Instagram. Okay. I will say this whole interaction was weird because we kept referring. We are right in his demographic. We we exactly. Well, we need it. We need him as a listener, right? So uh, <laughs> Sam drove down to Dripping Springs on Friday to buy Atrial Rubicide uh, down at Jester King. Uh, he bought his fill plus another person's fill, basically, by uh, circumventing the system. Came back, drove all the way from Austin all the way to Oklahoma City to meet. Uh, to to meet the group <laughs> that met up there, uh, we met at Tapworks in OKC, which if you've ever been there, it's a pretty cool beer bar. They got a lot of shit, um, a lot of dust as well. So if your allergies are always always kicking up, go ahead and take that Allegra no before food. you go in there. <laughs> no, they have food. No food. They have they have actually have really good food there. Um, mm, I don't know about that. No. Okay. Well, I, the last time I had been there was four years ago. And when I went in on Saturday, I was pleasantly surprised. Was still a little nice. bit of dust on the wall, but they had what looked to be pretty decent food. 
So anyway, all right. We uh, we met up there. Uh, Sam from Fort Worth was there. Amanda, Amanda Bear Lecter from Norman. Uh, she is. She stole a picture with Mrs. Brian and posted that on on the gram, and it got like seven times more likes than any of the photos that we've ever posted. But that's beside the point. Just you know. Just, just pointing out I mean, facts. Dude, that, that just ruined your heart. It did. It wrecked my soul. Like, what the fuck am I doing here? <laughs> well, there are two ladies and not just a beer can. Shut up, uh, Frank. Shut up. <laughs> <I'm just gonna laughs> crop my wife's head into the photos of beer. Yeah, like, just take that chick. picture and crop it into another picture. <laughs> just like there's sort of... <laughs> Make it look like a picture frame. Just is on the ra- background picture from now on. Just a framing background. Just to help. <laughs> That makes sense. Maybe I'll try that. I've tried everything else. Anyway, uh, but we met. Uh, I I review beer on on Instagram, and his wife kittens. Did you think that was completely necessary? Uh, and, and then they just thought it was weird in general that I was uh, I, I I met friends online that I never met in person. <laughs> Is that weird to y'all? Oh shit! I'm getting silence. Are you guys there? Oh, we said get Spectrum on the line, bro. It sounds like you got an outage up there. Why are you fucking calling from Australia? No, uh... Stop trying to do my job for me. It's a worldwide outage, darling. No, stop, stop. Okay, are you Pitbull? Pitbull, there it is. What the hell is that? Okay, so, uh, that is a computer issue, and a computer issue that I've been having the last couple of days. Uh, IT is on it, so no worries. Um... All right, so let's cut so, back in then. Yeah, no, it's fine. We'll we'll just figure it out. Uh, so uh, I ended. Did y'all hear where I ended my question of meeting people online was weird to my family? But what it? What do you guys think? Is that weird to y'all? No, we uh, we didn't we hear didn't hear we didn't hear that. No, okay. But are you just asking it now? We heard yeah. about we heard about Max and his wife kitten mittens. Uh, Max, his name is not Max. <laughs> well, something called kitten mittens. Kitten, kitten whisker sparkle or kitten sparkle whiskers. <laughs> That's what it was. Okay. <laughs> See you, I don't don't do accents anymore. <laughs> I would have recorded the rest of the cast like this, Brian. It'll be okay. All right, and we're back. Like Ian McGregor. <laughs> All right, we're back. So, uh, where we last left off was <laughs> me me asking is uh, is drinking beer with strangers that you met on the internet odd to you? Is that something that you would do or I would do that. You would? Well, yeah, What's why is that Brian, weird? I, I, I'd say it kind of depends on where you meet them, right? Okay. Fuck off, God, Frank. Damn it, what, Frank. Would you? Frank Adile Dundee, you got to stop. <laughs> <laughs> I'd imagine if you knew God him on for quite some time, it'd be okay. <laughs> I can't take you seriously. Uh, well, I would. Uh, I think it is interesting because yeah. you... <laughs> Until you get raped. Jesus. No, what the fuck? What? I mean, like, I'm not like was, a vulnerable little child though. over here. Like, I, I mean, you <laughs> obviously have something in common with this person, and like, you have sound judgment. I feel like so. If you get to a point where you're like, yeah, you should grab a beer. Like, why the fuck not? It's just a beer. You should no, that's go to the bar and drink a beer with someone. Yeah, it's just drink a hole. Just shove it in there. You know, who cares? It's <laughs> exactly. Good God, you guys just live in this constant. 
state of paranoia where you think everyone's like aching to get to you. <laughs> like well, they want that ass, don't they? Yearning, uh, yearning to pop yearning this butt. Absolutely. <laughs> well, have you ever seen that meme with the guy looking over his shoulder? Yeah. Yeah. I'm the piece I'm the piece walking away. Okay. Oh, <laughs> okay, see, so there you go. Like fucking I'm batting, batting one for ten. Tonight. Yeah, you're you're definitely hitting eight hole. Like you're 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 in the starting lineup. You're nothing to write home about. You're definitely not making the All Star team. But you're all right. You'll take a walk every now and then. It's good. You need John base. Uh, He's not going to get thrown out. Stealing. Brian, are you of the opinion that you would not? No. Well, I, obviously well, did. I did. So I can't be. That's weird. It was normal, I would imagine. It was, but it was it was funny. Uh, so Mrs. Brian, God bless her, she had no idea what she was getting into. So like I'm turning, like I'm pulling onto the interstate to head to Oklahoma City, and I'm telling her, I was like, so here are the people that we're going to meet. And she was like, oh, okay. I was like, I've never met them before. She's like, what? I'm like, yeah, they live in New Mexico. <laughs> She's like, hold on. How could you do this? <laughs> no, it was just like she just goes. All right, I take you a lot of Christmas stuff. I'm like, yep, that's kind of what I was hoping for. So like, like, we walked in, we walked in, and um, like we got our beers and found them sitting at the table. And we didn't know the other people were going to be there with with uh, Irene and Kitten. Let's call them that. Uh, but you know, when we saw them, like I knew exactly who they were. Never met those people before in my life, but just seeing pictures of them posted online, I felt like I knew them. And especially in context wow. of beer, it was kind of cool. Uh, and they turned out to be just as cool as they are online. So I'm cool, not. So yeah, I just I feel like the internet is such a like core part of our lives these days that you. I don't know. It's, it's you can impersonate someone and be malicious, but like. I don't think that people really do that. Yeah, like, and it's unless like, they're targeting like a little kid, or, you know what I mean, say, like someone vulnerable, a grown ass, full, 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 full figured young man such as myself, not <laughs> yeah, really I mean, high like, up on the, the desired list. <laughs> <laughs> like, if I was, you know, if I wasn't a large white dude, I probably would be a little more skeptical. But just in our well, specific maybe. cases, I don't really see why any of you guys would have any problems. <laughs> with. I feel like there's a lot of judgment well, in that sentence. <laughs> no, all all four of us. What the fuck? Like, mm. Mm. so Willem, I think I don't think you know what it is to live my life. Okay. 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 So, here we go. Let's hear it. Strap in. <laughs> he's he's the peace walking away. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna, man, I'm gonna mansplain. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Waiting for it. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, no. So I, I think it's a little bit different if you're meeting people who are also like engaging within a social community, right? Like, it's not. If someone were to purchase something from me on Craigslist, I'm not meeting at my house. Well, no shit. You do so, that in the Walmart parking lot by the police station. Right. That's like rule number one. Yeah. Is never. <laughs> it is, but I mean, I feel like. I feel like this is a similar kind of interaction, right? It's like you're saying, okay, hey, we're going to go to this this craft beer bar. Like, you did it smart. I wouldn't say, hey, come over for a barbecue. 
Oh yeah, no. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, you off. find out like itsy bitsy kit. I don't think anyone would do that. I mean, like, that's nuts. That's that's no, too far. No, people do that. Pe- people tend to trust people way too quickly. So if if you like, if you can separate those two parts and just say, okay, hey, maybe not a barbecue, but maybe we go do something else. Now I did um, leave them. I mean, even. I, I made a copy of my driver's license and gave my social security number. I felt <laughs> like next, I could trust them. It's for that next business venture of theirs. <laughs> Just in case. Like, you probably don't need these now, but if you ever do. If you ever do. Signed, at yeah. No Beer Left Cast. <laughs> That's right. No first names, please. You don't even really have to give me... Just don't give me, don't give me any equity. Yeah. Just uh, none just, required. Just register my name to the whole company, okay? Thanks. Just keep, just buy me a beer, dude. Just buy me a beer. Just buy me a pint. Yeah, exactly. I'll be fine with it. You can use That's my all name. That's the equity I need. You're gonna use <laughs> my name, buy right? Buy me a beer. <laughs> we so uh, I've gotten I've 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 won some giveaways on on the gram in the past, and it's always funny when it comes time to like they're like, hey, send me. This is super weird, but send me your address so I can I can ship you the beer. And I'll send them my I'll, without hesitation. I will send them my home address, and then they have to respond back. The last two times I've done this, they're like, "Cool, what's your first and last name?" And I'm like, and I'm like hesitate. I'm like, just send it to No Beer Left Behind. I don't know. Man. Yeah, like, don't, try to stay out of my business. Meanwhile, they have a geographic location of my fucking home where my family sleeps, and I'm like. You don't need my first and last name. Mm-hmm. Don't worry about all that. Hold up, hold up. So, so uh, these are like, and you enter contests with the NBLB account and win them. Yes, and you're not getting so, a cut of the stuff. That's right. But see, oh. you're, you're like kind of uh, taking a little off the top. No, 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 no. Fuck no. Uh, <laughs> your your safeguard there is like the like you you know them to a degree right i mean like right, yes these people post all the time they have a bunch of followers they're running contests like yeah like there's a it's very unlikely that someone would set all that up just to like target other people you know what i mean like there's there's a level of like realism here that we need to i mean now that you're going through it stuff. i feel like we need to set up a couple stings and fuck with some people. But, you <laughs> you like know what I mean? <laughs> just get even a count of our caliber would never just like no. Now suddenly turn to the dark side or something. Way so. too much work. I would much rather give people free beer than fuck with yeah. people. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. Uh, that's fun. That was how I spent my weekend: uh, drinking cool. with strangers and picking wild blackberries out of my backyard, my childhood home. Backyard, oh my god! Which it's was blackberry season, y'all. I had some friends who went blackberry picking too, and it looked awesome. I listen. I thought it was bullshit. I thought we were going to eat some berries that were going to make us really sick. Those are some of the best damn blackberries I've ever had. Seeds, nice seeds were a little bit big. I can tell that uh, GMO is a thing. Okay, <laughs> those blackberries you buy in the store are in fact genetically modified because you can get them wild things. They are very small. They're seedy. Well, and they're they're a little bit smaller. Yeah. I mean, okay. You can see some of these giant blackberries that you buy at like Walmart, Dude, and Costco, and shit. Are they more flavorful? Because like the ones in the store, I, I swear they're like got to be like over fifty percent water. I barely can taste some blackberries to be any kind of flavor. So the blackberries that we picked out of the out of, out of the old home homestead backyard <laughs> were super flavorful, and it was cool because I mean the the smaller ones, uh, the tighter packed berries. Those were sweeter, and the ones with like like bloomed, blossomed out, like fat yeah. ass separated berries, were like nice and tart. 
And so oh, like okay. not all of them tasted the same and they all, but they all tasted really, really sweet. I mean like this hmm. natural sugar was coming out. It was so fucking cool. Damn. Uh, Fuck. Man, I need to like plant a blackberry bush or something. Well, see, here's the deal. In most part, I, I did do this research because one, I was trying to figure out. It, I went to the Oklahoma Agricultural website to see if we were about to right. pick some poison berries because <laughs> always a concern of mine. Uh, <laughs> but it turns out wild blackberry bushes are uh, really prevalent. They will literally grow anywhere in the state of Oklahoma. Anywhere. Wow. And in fact, to the point where if Oklahoma had more like i had better soil to grow things in that blackberry bushes would be an invasive like pest species oh, of plant because they will overtake an entire like pasture so wow. yeah uh, but because uh, oklahoma ag has kind of separated and is, is sprays a lot of fucking pesticides and herbicides around their uh, like agricultural fields their commercial yeah. fields they don't creep in but if you find like we have an old shed in the back of my parents house and it basically gets sun for the first half of the day and then afternoon it doesn't get any sun at all so hmm. it allows for nice green lush growth and that happened for about five years without any sort of maintenance other than like cutting down the weeds and then yeah. all of a sudden literally in the last year these gi- this giant blackberry patch popped up I mean, I say wow. giant. I mean, it's probably about ten feet deep and about fifteen feet across. Damn. And blackberries. I will say this: if you're going to go pick them, they got a lot of thorns, and them things are bitches. <laughs> oh shit! Really? They have thorns? They have thorns. Their leaves. What's really fucked up is these nice green, <clears throat> flat, open leaves. And then when you flip them over on the underside, the middle like vein that feeds the leaf, yeah, has thorns on that stem. Ugh. So Ow. goddamn pretty soft leaves have thorns. Like, there are thorns everywhere. Shit. Uh, but the... Probably because the berries are so fucking good. Dude, they are so damn good. <laughs> They're so damn good. You know what's coming up, Brian? Speaking of berry seasons. What's that? Uh, poke berry seasons. Poke berry. Up. What the fuck is a poke berry? <laughs> uh, it's a poisonous berry. Never eat poke berry. Oh, well, looking forward to that. What the hell? But we have a... Um, we have a pokeberry bush out here, out front, that's been growing that is pretty tight. What do these berries cool. look like? Uh, they're little, like, uh, dark purple berries, and they, they come in, like, a almost like a grape oh. formation, you know what I mean? Cool. Not really, but they're, they grow in, like, a long kind of... Grape shape? <laughs> no, they're, they're just... The berry itself is round, but in groups, you know what oh, I mean? Okay. Like. Like, uh, what do you call that? A pod a or bushel. something? Uh, yeah. But so they're, uh, but I don't know. The bush is really cool. Like it provides some nice shade and like makes it look kind of lush out here. And then uh, everything it else vines is- too, which is kind of neat. Everything else is dead as shit. Is that the shit that you planted there at the apartment complex? <laughs> no, that's English ivy. Uh, okay. Uh- <laughs> huge. Be careful. If you plant English ivy, man, be careful. That shit will spread like wildfire. <laughs> if you want it vining, you know, up the sides and whatever, that's fine. That's one thing. But if you like, didn't I, for I planted it. it for some ground cover two years ago. Literally, this entire <laughs> patch out here is just English ivy now. Like, <laughs> I didn't even plant this year because I was like, I don't want to fucking tear all that out. And like, I just got real lazy with it, you know. 
<laughs> now so. it's just taken over the side of the entire apartment building. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was also really busy with work, to be fair, but I was also lazy. Yeah, it's good. It's good. It's good. It's good. Um, it's good. It's good. But <sighs> yeah, oh, but you can cook with pokeberry leaves. And leaves, just not the, the leaves, berries themselves. Yeah, just not the berries, and they—that's like some southern cooking actually cooks with pokeberry leaves. So can you like? Does the berry get you fucked up, or what's the no, situation no, I with? The, I think it'll make you sick. kill you. I okay, I right. think you should. All right. Well, so, I don't know about kill, but maybe enough of it will maybe kill you, like, at least make you sick. Cook it up a little bit, maybe mix it in a little <laughs> no, smack. I so. I okay, <laughs> so you're saying leaf. you're saying no pokeberries at all. Google it now. All right. All right. Well, I feel like that's a bit of a buzzkill, but at least the people know it'll make you shit your pants if you eat pokeberries. Shit, here's something called pokeberry wine. For oh. arthritis, they say. Oh, that's good for you. It'll get you just the right <laughs> amount of poison. This <laughs> is <laughs> perfect. Oh, my God. The uh, the paradox of pokeweed, poison, or peculiar cure. Oh, no. That's what you okay. like to hear. so... You're going down a path here where oh my God. did I ever tell you guys about the the black salve incident? What? Black salve? Are you saying salve? Yeah, it's called salve, but hmm. salve, whatever. Okay. No, I haven't. You haven't. What okay. Uh, okay. what happened here? So I, I am now free to talk about this because my significant other no longer works in horse medicine, but she had a patient come in <clears throat> that was a mini horse <laughs> with, si- with sinus issues. <laughs> um, and mini horses are just like a genetic train wreck. Yeah. So this horse had, had sinus issues and really like couldn't breathe well. And um, so my wife put a trach in and it started like a, a permanent trach and it started healing up and, like the horse started breathing just fine and everything was going well. Um, <clears throat> and she sent the horse home. So the horse gets home overnight. Well, not really overnight. Like two days later, this lady calls and she's like, the horse is back and respiratory issues. And I'm not sure I'm going to bring the horse in. And my dad, uh, my dad, my wife, goes to uh like talks to this lady and she's like okay do you know what happened did the horse maybe get into something does the horse have allergies whatever and the lady just doesn't say anything so they bring the horse in and this lady drives a minivan and puts her mini horse in the minivan there's no trailer like it's a pet horse right she runs a like a mini horse little sanctuary so she brings this horse in and this horse can't breathe. And my wife's like, oh, man, it's trachea is like swollen shut. We need to put a tube in and all this stuff. <clears throat> so saves the horse again, but notices there's this black stuff coming out of the horse. And she talks to the lady and she's like, well, did you notice the horse any like eating anything black? And the lady goes, well, I gave the horse some black solve. Um to cure, to to kind of help with the the digestion and and to help with healing the the trachea. Now, black salve is a uh, it causes necrosis of the tissue. Oh God! Okay, yeah, <laughs> it's horrible. So, 
oh, um, okay. So uh, like she calls me and she goes, look up black self and tell me what it does. So I look it up and I go, hun, this, this stuff is banned in Europe. It's a fake cancer treatment. Like it, it, uh, causes tissue necrosis. And that's probably why, like, obviously this horse is back in a respiratory failure. So she like starts talking about this black self. Come to find out, she had been sticking this stuff up her mom's bum what? to cure her 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 prostate polyps or whatever, like like rectum oh, polyps. Okay, hold, okay, yeah. Jesus let's get Christ. let's get that right. Yeah. Her mom's butt. No prostate yeah. up there. There's no if you have prostate polyps no, up a woman's I butt. I okay, I just want to make sure. So, anyways, <laughs> but she was trying to like try to help her with with yeah some ass polyps. So. <laughs> I thought it was hilarious and sad at the same time because could you imagine this poor mom? Like she's got dead rectal tissue from this lady and her homeopathic med- medicine and all this shit. <laughs> that sounds <laughs> crazy. Absolutely disgusting. So wait, are you? Are you? So wait, I just want to make sure. I, I kind of. Are you saying the horse ate the mom's butt? Like just like licked her crack no, and no, got the no, salve no, that the lady. Okay. The no. lady sees black salve as a like a one a cure all one okay. shot cure for all everything. Right. Okay. It's sort of like it's it's similar to Windex in Greek society, as I've heard. I don't. I feel like that's racist, but I'm not real sure what Windex in Greek. I don't. Oh, come on, Brian. You've not seen my big fat Greek wedding. No. <laughs> Put some Windex on it. <laughs> Oh my god, did you just make a big fat Greek wedding reference on this fucking podcast? Put some Windex on it. Oh, oh my god. My fucking chest hurts, Frank. Better be glad. Like, I. Uh, well, oh god. Did y'all. Okay, switching You've topics. Not, nope. Mm-mm, okay, stop right there. You've never seen that movie, Brian. Don't even lie. If I have, I definitely don't get that reference. <laughs> Oh, the grandpa always walks around with a bottle of Windex and says, put some Windex on it. <laughs> this is, My wife's seen that movie. This is insane to me. Like, this is the craziest fucking thing. Okay. You know what? <laughs> Have you, did y'all, in all, the, in all the work that we've done over the last week, I know we probably haven't a whole lot of free, uh, free time, but... Have y'all had a chance to listen to the archived episode that we posted last week? The... Stealing shirts, sharing shirts. I take it from the incorrect name sure. reference. No, is the answer. <laughs> God damn it! I have not gotten a chance to listen to it, Brian. Do you have some questions based on that episode that you wanted us to discuss? It's not anymore. Topic. Nope, not anymore. Okay, all right. Fair enough. We've been doing this Fair long enough. enough for me to understand. Nope. <laughs> Great attempt at it, though. It was very good. It was a swing. Um, I swung hard. Missed. Wasn't even near the so, ball. Okay, so Brian, I feel like there's a topic that does need to be brought up that hasn't been brought up on this cast for some time. Okay. These beer awards. Okay. okay. All right. Can we talk a little bit about what they mean? Because yeah. I, I don't know yeah. enough about Sorry, like. So everybody's down. like, oh, they got the grand champion or the gold, whatever, whatever for this beer, the national beer show or whatever. Like, if if it's anything like wine. The wine shows are fairly bullshitty. Like, 
Yeah. You have to pay to get your wine there, and then by paying to get your wine there, the panel of judges, like, each get a bottle to take home, and, like, there, there's this whole fucking hoopla around it, and it really just turns out to be this big, like, lobbying effort to get the medal. So, <clears throat> yeah, sure. Uh, maybe. I say that, uh, I say that that is what's happening in beer awards with the exception of a few events. So I think we, we discussed it one time for GABF in October that, yeah, or November, whatever the fuck That's it is. October. No, no, no. GABF great American beer festival. That is all production breweries in the United States, uh, are in Denver, right? Yes. Yeah. They're basically, they could, they could enter their products in, and the host of panels or the host of judges will uh, grade the beers out and decide who's best by category. Well, that's kind of, I mean, uh, it's kind of jank in that uh, the Brewers Association puts that puts that on, and the Brewers Association also makes what makes what uh, styles are technically judged. Uh, so basically every year the number of styles that are judged increase tenfold. <laughs> so I think last year they had like 130 something styles judged. Jeez. Yeah. So it's kind of bullshit in that aspect. Um, but in others, it does good of a good representation of what the best beers are because they do judge them according to taste, uh, by style and style definition. So that part's pretty legit. It's just a lot of kind of splitting hairs for to win an award there. So the US Open Beer Championship is happens every summer. <clears throat> I think that one's done in LA or somewhere. I don't know where the fuck it's held. Uh that one is close to a marketing award contest, but you have to understand uh, that in order to send you I mean to order in order to compete you have to send your beers in. And yeah. what you'll see if you look, I mean, if you if you understand numbers, even to the level that I do, which is elementary at best, when you start looking at the numbers of entries and you start looking at the length of time that those breweries have been around, you're not getting a whole lot of heavy hitters throwing in their big, 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 you know, award, you know, multi-year award-winning beers into uh, the U.S. Open Beer Championship. You're probably not also seeing a whole lot of people enter the GABF, like their beers into the GABF competition as either. There's like an unspoken, like once you win like a handful of GABF or U.S. Open beer awards, you just stop entering your beer. Like you've you've built up a base. You don't need to send in any more beers. Yeah. Whether that makes the competition any less valid or not, it's really up to the person looking at it. What 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 are you looking to validate? Is the beer good? Yeah, it's it's good. Um, they're not overlooking flaws in beer to give an award. It's not like the goddamn what is it? The Red Star uh, Consumer Product of the Year Award, which is absolute utter bullshit. If you ever see consumer uh, consumer opinion product of the year award badge on anything. Know that the company who makes that product paid about thirty thousand dollars to in order to like in licensing fees to use that yeah. that award title. It's complete and utter bullshit. 
these beer awards for the most part are on the up and up. Um, but just understand that, you know, the biggest and best in the country who've been around for 20 years aren't entering these competitions. It's the new brewers. It's the smaller brewers. If you go on the site of the U S open beer, the past winners are all legit. So Deschutes, Ballast Point, Firestone, absolutely. Wormtown, Capital, Sweetwater, Maui. So they're, they're all legit breweries, but it's, it's kind of to your point. Like, I think too much gets beer doesn't need to turn into wine where these like double gold, triple gold, like that shit has too much weight with people. And quite frankly, the average palate will not be able to discern between 99% of good beer or good wine. Like which which one of all five of those that are fantastic is the best. Yeah. The cool thing about the cool thing about those awards that are given out. If you have a beer in your market that is an award-winning beer, I look at it this way. If you taste that, if you want a, a quality example of a style, look for one of those beers yeah. and then kind of benchmark off of that. Like what you think good is <laughs> because good is going to be subjective to every person. So there's a brewery out in Justin, Texas uh, called rabbit hole. They make a beer called Ten Six. It's an English pale ale. It is, it won again this year. I think it's like third year in a row that it's won in that category. And it's impressive. Now, that's a beer that if the average beer drinker has it, they're going to be like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> like, this is yeah. what the, this isn't for me. And they're going to think, this award's bullshit because this beer doesn't taste good. Like, well, no, the beer tastes great. It tastes exactly as it should. Um, so that's an example of that, like, hoity-toity wine. Like, is it doing more harm than good? Kind of, yes. Uh, but what so, it does Brian, is if you have what an, is, oh, what, what is what is the Velvet Hammer? Velvet Hammer is a an Imperial Red IPA. Okay. Um, now, yeah. the reason I ask that is it tastes a lot like a Irish Red Ale. No, to me. like hey, then the Irish Red Ales or, you've had are tastes like or an Imperial <laughs> hoppy, Red Ale, maybe hoppy Red Ales. Yeah. Okay. I, I remember, Irish Red Ales should be a touch of a touch of crystal malt. And they should so a little bit of caramel, uh, a little bit of like malty. Think of the inside of a uh, whopper, maybe just a touch of that toffee note inside uh, uh, on the back end of an Irish ale, and then just a super dry, clean finish. Nothing funky, mm. nothing funky going on. Nothing bitter that lingers around. It goes away pretty quickly. The only thing that you might find is some like sweet, uh, fruity esters from the yeast but like a big imperial (laughs) ip or imperial red you're gonna get some booze you're gonna get a lot of bitterness bullshit maybe possibly all right yeah you're you're back in okay i'm gonna turn my video off i think that'll help anyway so so yes This is great. Yeah, so, this is awesome, Frank. <laughs> oh, okay. No, I, I wasn't sure if you were actually like, yeah, because you've been breaking up. So <laughs> right. when, it, when it comes to the beer championships, I don't, it does not sway my decision. The Velvet Hammer is good and quite overrated, but good. It's good. It's fine. 
It's okay. It's fine. It's, it's okay. It's good. It's yeah. fine. It's, it's okay. overrated. You know what? <laughs> Fuck this beer. Yeah, I feel I like it's it's Boy, so really fucking expensive, fun, dude. How? Wait, hold on. What is it? What? How expensive is it down there? Uh, it's it's like eight dollars a glass, but it's one of those like okay. Yeah, whatever. you're paying for something else down there, man. So up here, Velvet Hammer is mm-hmm. literally six dollars a pint. I can go get a thirty-two ounce oh, growler fill. Oh, they don't throw fill. it in pints because it's too much. I can go get a thirty-two ounce growler fill for ten dollars. Oh shit! Nice. Yeah, yeah I. Me, um, there's some there's some pricing issues that's going on down there with that beer right now. The golden ale thing. Well, I could I could totally be making it up, but I could have sworn I paid like eight dollars for that little snifter. That's intense. Um, but it's yeah it's okay so money aside it's not about the money the beer is fine it's fine like i i don't understand why like i thought it was going to be tasting a life-changing it is for me it absolutely was when i tasted it what it showed me was that you can cram a wallop of flavor in front of a wallop of alcohol and finish it with a wallop of hops and everything gets mm. along perfectly fine. For me, that was a life-changing beer. And it still is to me. Like, I remember on this podcast, I drank 64 ounces of it in one sitting. Back when we were trying Jesus. to do those double podcasts in one night. Crushed a half gallon of that stuff. And <laughs> that it was, was so irresponsible. We were, like, straight getting toasted on, like, a, <laughs> on a Sunday Thursday afternoon. Night. Like, it was nothing. Uh, but, like, for me, Frank, that beer is a, is a life-changing beer. It, it literally. I'll have to try it again. Well, no, that's the deal. If you I, don't like it, it, like, but don't like it for what the reasons you don't like it. If you don't think it's it, it moves the needle enough for you, then that's the reason. If you think it's too expensive, then that's the reason. But just understand that the, your 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 interpretation of it needs to be set in stone, which it sounds like it is. It's not just one of those like not what I expected. Hated it. One. Give it a one. You know what I mean? Like you have reasons behind it, and it sounds like I said, it sounds like you do. Well, hold on. Like, here's what I'll say. I had one glass. It takes a couple more glasses to really set an opinion, right? Like, you you can't judge a beer by just having one can of it. Yeah. There's, well. a, there's a lot going on there, so I'll go get another glass. We'll see how I feel. The fir- my first impression though was just, it's good. Like, it's fine. There, there's nothing wrong with this beer. I can drink it. It's dangerous, like yeah. very drinkable. Yeah, that shit but is. It's not something. It's not something that I thought was was that um, unique. I guess. Like I, I feel like I've tasted <laughs> that before in some Chimay beers or. Well, like the, the, okay, the, the, so if nothing else, does that not surprise you that you can taste the flavors that you've tasted in beers that have been brewed for a hundred years? Uh, and you found it in a beer that's brewed in Dallas. <laughs> no, I, I get that. I get that. I mean, I'm 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 not saying the beer is unimpressive. Right. I'm just saying it's fine. Like there, it's just yeah. There's right, like okay, on, Jesus Damn. Christ! It's it's just uh, as it's Parker is on the cast. Welcome, Parker. I will say this real quick. It is just as big of a letdown as if you said it sucked. As you go, it's fine. Like there's no difference in all honesty. But go ahead, Parker. 
mean, Parker, it's not interesting what? enough. Throw me an ESB oh, and I'll be fucking. Uh, okay, then drink an ESB. Don't drink Velvet Hammer and don't you fucking. You didn't bring it down, we Parker. Have Parker, yeah. how have you been, buddy? No. I'm great. <laughs> and that was some great content. Fuck. I've been on for about 10 minutes. Um, <laughs> riveting. Yeah. It's kind of like a couple of weeks ago whenever Frank uh, totally backpedaled on one of his descriptions after you talked him off the ledge, Brian. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> I really enjoyed that. Same style of beer, actually, yeah. Parker. <laughs> I'm guessing that Frank doesn't like this style of beer. I don't. Stop yes, I think that's that's what it boils down to. I hate this Irish ale. Doesn't taste like. Doesn't taste good at all. I'm like, well, does it taste like a cream ale with a little bit of malt? Yeah, it's exactly what it tastes like. All right, so that's what it should taste like, man. I don't know. <laughs> they nailed it. Actually, it's one of the finest specimens. <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay. Um, I am drinking. Oh, oh. BT Dubs. Uh, it is Beer Club of the Month time of year again. Uh oh. I.e. Father's Day. Nice. Uh, yeah. Well, that too. Somehow my kids managed to log online and order it and pay with the credit card and everything. It's pretty impressive, but I don't ask too many questions. But it shows up every month. So file a fraudulent uh, charge on your credit card. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah, um, it's a uh, wild ride. Brew is the brewery out of Redmond, Oregon, and it's uh, it's an amber lager. It's called Brianna Brenna A. Um, amber lager. I, I mean, it's it's good. It's very uh, October festy. Um, I guess you could say. Uh, Brian, I was going to ask you. Oh, it's five five percent and twenty five IBUs. Cool, cool, uh, cool. Brian, I was going to ask you. It, has the naming the unique naming of each beer in a brewery's portfolio is it starting to come like full circle or kind of to an end? Or people are running out of clever shit? So I don't. It just kind of gets a little old. Like sometimes I I wish that it just said Wild Ride Brew. Amber Lager, like this is our Amber Lager. Uh, we also have a Pilsner, and we also have a Stout. Like, just I don't know. The cutesy names are, are kind of like, kind of starting to get a little annoying to me sometimes. <laughs> is that just me? Maybe I'm just a dick. No. Uh, so one thing you have to remember: if a, pa- a beer is going into a package, copyright is also at play. So you can't just put. It's rare that you can just put Amber Lager on a beer and expect that to pass any copyright inspection. Uh, in your distribution footprint. So that's why you'll see some, like, uh, like I talked about earlier, we have Sunfade, Hazy India Pale Ale. Well, Sunfade. Well, you couldn't just call it Hazy India Pale Ale because there's a million of those. You have to call it something separate so it can it can be sold in a market. Um, but to your point wouldn't, with... Oh, go ahead. Sorry, wouldn't the name of the brewery that precedes it kind of separate it from not others? Ne- I mean, not necessarily, know. because what you find with, I mean, I find myself doing it to New Belgium Brewing and referring to I every that. beer <laughs> that comes out of New Belgium as Fat Tire, Voodoo, Ranger, Bale Ale. I'm like, God damn it. That's not right. I know. It, but, oh, dude, I thought you were going to slit your wrist when you did that a couple podcasts ago. It, dude, it bummed me out hard. Uh, but you, you run into that that scenario with just about every every brand you have to have a unique brand a unique name if you're gonna sell it in package if you put it in your i mean shit here's the deal in most states if you sell if you have a brew pub and you're just selling out of your out of your tap room 
You can uh, name shit whatever you want. As long as it's not like Coors Light, Bud Light, and Miller Light, no one's going to give a fuck. <laughs> like, okay. Uh, for the most part, uh, you might have some dickheads like Bud Light did at that Minnesota brew pub. When they came in, they did their whole dilly dilly. We shall, we hear ye, hear ye. You shan't be using the name dilly dilly pale ale. Um, that's that's really? kind of a one off that happens. Uh, but to your point, Parker, the beer that you're drinking tonight, so Brenna mm-hmm. A Amber Lager, um, it gets its name because of the what the beer is about. Uh, did you is that on the label by any chance? Oh, too long. Didn't read if it was. Well, I'm just summing um, up. I'm going to sum it no, up here. I don't. We, su- we I don't see a story behind it. We teamed like. up with the crew of the FV Brenna A oh, to create yeah, a beer to raise awareness to fund and ALS. <laughs> so I'm assuming son of a <laughs> Brenna A is someone who's suffering from ALS, <laughs> and this is the proceeds of this beer going to that anyway <laughs> no i feel bad you'll see some of that well, they should have called it brenna als then right well yeah, that would have gotten understood if they would have made it a, a maybe like an amber ale then they could have amber ales and then just capitalize the a the l and the s the little e oh that's clever it is but that's, that's nice. you know pff, no one asked me what's going on you know i can why did everybody mute themselves all at one time Villem, are you there Oh God, Villem! I'm here. I'm oh, here. Okay. I'm here. God, I look down Where did and there you go. Um, I'm. I know. I, I have a pretty good guess as to why Parker went mute, but Frank is just muted for. He's just muted. Yeah, I'm here uh, for civilization's sake. Yeah. Fair. Okay. So Glad there's... we saved this. All yeah, right, I got... <laughs> they fucking bobbled that pass into the. <laughs> it was just out of bounds. I just stepped out of bounds. Uh, we'll redo the down. Okay. Uh, anyway, Parker. So. What what other beers did you? Well, I guess you can share them with us on the cast as you as you open them up from the rest of your your box. Is it twelve beers that you get every month? Yes, it is twelve beers, two different breweries, uh, and two different styles of beer per brewery. Cool. Well, it looks so like three, 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 three. Looks like Wild Ride has not doesn't have a whole lot of untapped <laughs> like uh, traffic, so it seems to be a pretty small brewery out of. Oregon, Washington, uh, Oregon, Oregon, Redmond, Oregon. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't know. I mean, I don't know how they pick these. If it, if it's like, where did the other uh, one come from? What's up? Where did where was the other brewery that was in the box? Where did that one? Where is that? Uh, one? I'm not looking at one of the one oh. of the beers right now. I I can't recall. But I also wonder if it's like a random or or do they try to keep it below uh, x amount of barrels of or, maybe you know beer year so so they're not sending out like a fucking corona or something in my 12 pack um <laughs> yeah, you know, wouldn't shit. that be something i had a fucking like, heineken this uh, month this sucks bud light <laughs> awesome oh speaking of bud light though have you seen the bud light orange yeah i've seen it i've not tasted the radioactive like the product worst fucking thing dude yeah it sounds I, like dude, i know i thought so too but i oh no saw it and i got a six pack of it parker well, Brian, <laughs> do you, do you, i have a budweiser after this 
Okay. Brian, you were drinking some kind of freaking Zima a couple weeks ago and defending it to the end. <laughs> I was drinking Mike's uh, Harder oh, or no, Smirnoff uh-huh. Ice Spike. Whatever. That was Zima. Yes. You had Zima, dude. That was last year, bro. I haven't had Zima <laughs> okay. in a year. I've been off the stuff <laughs> oh, for a been, year. Dude, he's been very conscious of how long it's <laughs> I have because I cut oh. a lot of shit for that. I'm not even kidding. <laughs> Lost a lot of followers oh, over at Nobody Left Cast. Yeah, we did. Yeah. We uh, <laughs> almost had to file bankruptcy. Yeah. Oh, um, shit. All I'm saying, it was not bad. It was really not bad. I, it's kind of surprised me. Like if I, if I did a blind taste test with 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 Jay and Frank again, and was okay. like, "What do you think about this beer?" They didn't see me pour it out of a, a clear Bud Light bottle. <laughs> They'd probably both be like, "Damn, this is pretty good." Is what the, is this? Is the product like electric orange, like I assume it is, or is it just look like a Bud Light? Uh, no, it doesn't look like a Bud Light. It's got a little more coloration to it. I think that they probably would get called on their bullshit if their every single beer in their portfolio looked the same, like as it does currently. They're Bud Platinum, Bud Light, Bud Weiser, Bud, you know, whatever, Bud Dry. It all looks the same, but poured. Um, no, this one has a little bit. I don't know that I would go as far as to say as it was hazy. It's not like a. It's not like a shock top or a unfiltered wheat or something but it's i'm just saying give it a shot it was actually pretty darn good okay. i don't know that i could drink all six in one sitting but uh it was dece so dece okay. uh yeah that that's just so weird to me to think of like orange and beer i don't know that just like i guess Man, there's orange people, zest in all kinds of it. beers. I know, I know. Yeah, true. but they're called like wit beers. Man. But but when it's like uh, Budweiser, I for some reason that makes me think of like orange sherbet or some shit. You know? like, that sounds I delicious. I uh-uh. fucking hate orange sherbet. Like with the fire, it's melted orange sherbet. Can't stand it. The texture, like no, come on. It's just like Dude. you want ice cream, and but you can have this shit. Like we don't have ice cream. We have sherbet. You know what? I would rather have other than. Ever, did anyone ever get excited when? Someone goes, we have ice cream, but we have sherbet. I did. I used to. I used to like. <laughs> I, I used to like uh, lime sherbet. They used to be my shit. I used to love Dude. that so God much. God damn it! Wait, sherbet or sorbet? Sherbet. We're getting into a different category. Sherbet. No, we sherbet. Sherbet. Yeah. Are you mistaken, Willem? Brown. Is your hatred actually for sorbet? No, no. My my hatred is for sherbet. Okay. I'm just well, saying sorbet, it's like its whole other... I don't even like Caleb, put that uh, on... Uh, like That's not even on the same plane as ice cream. That's that's getting into snow cone territory. Okay. <laughs> it's Caleb. like a snow cone, you know? Yeah, it is. It's similar to a snow cone. Vellum. Yeah. Have you... Do you recall the infatuation that old people had with sherbert? Yeah, at the fucking yeah, that shit pissed me off. I'm like, you know, there's vanilla yeah. ice cream, right? <laughs> like, yeah, it's like an orange. You don't have to it be was like eating an orange. Yeah, an orange creamsicle sherbet that never. Yeah. Came. Like, oh god. It was the same fucking box. No, even cream, even They're... creamsicles are better than these things. Like, oh god, it was. Did all, they? Yeah, I absolutely I like share your hatred for sherbet. It's terrible. Yeah, thank you. You know what uh, else old people really like? Cottage uh, cheese. <laughs> well, that too. Uh, yes. Um, with peaches. Yeah, that grosses me out. Grosses right, me sorry, out. My grandparents right. both love that. No, uh, little little Jello squares with the little plastic swords in them. 
Those are oh, yeah. every or, golden corral of lubies and furs. Put a little fruit in the Jello squares, preferably uh. canned mandarin oranges. <laughs> mm. And yeah. then, you know, have you ever heard uh, of a Jello Coke cake? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> they yeah. essentially make cornbread and pour <laughs> Jello over it. And <laughs> 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 so nasty. <laughs> and they eat that shit, dude. Yeah, he <laughs> love it. Oh, he man, just fucking give me two of them. We're such fuckers. You know, a lot of these Sherbert, bring it. <laughs> a lot of these things probably came about because of like poverty from like World War Two. <laughs> you know, and, like definite. And then we're like just shitting on it. So no, I don't. I don't know, Sally. We've got some fermented cheese. <laughs> Just oh, I can work with that. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> hey, shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> sounds so gnarly. We're going okay. we're, we're we're to call that cottage cheese from now on, Jackie. Uh, <laughs> okay, back to Budweiser. Wow. I'll um, scarf it down. Have you guys heard of Budweiser Freedom Reserve yes. Red Lager? Yeah. It's yeah, thanks, oh, to, oh thanks to you the guys veterans. Have freedom to spare over here. We have God some damn. stashed away in the reserve. <laughs> yeah. It's like the fancy stuff. Anheuser Busch <laughs> has got it set aside for everybody. Oh, Don't worry, we got it in in six pack bottles. You just drink up all the freedom that you want. We've found yeah. who is the producer of the freedom <laughs> that we have such an overabundance of in this country, dude. I, yeah, what I is by a company owned out of Belgium. the United States. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Belgium, who couldn't even get it together to beat France today. Are you fucking kidding me? That's uh, yeah, freedom reserve, y'all. The fancy so, shit. Freedom don't come so, free. I, I, Cost a hefty fucking fee. Sorry, Frank. <laughs> what would you do if Budweiser stopped churning out beer? <laughs> what would you do? Sorry. You know, okay, so just... Okay, the other night, I was watching uh, South Park. And you know how South Park shows seven or eight episodes in a row on Comedy Central now? Like... Some nights when they don't have any content or whatever the production manager is on vacation, they do 6 p.m. all the way through to, like, The Daily Show with just a block full of, of South Park. And they started getting on this role where they were showing the, like, they had the Michael Jackson episode, and, like, every episode was just really good. And then all of a sudden they got to the the scrotum uh, pop them sock, not pop them sock them, but they, they use it as a jumping kangaroo bag or whatever that thing's called. Mm. Where uh, <laughs> that sucks. He gets cancer just so that he can smoke weed. Oh, okay. <laughs> what did, what right, show so is his balls grow? Yeah. South Park. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, right, right. <laughs> sorry, sorry. So, okay. You know what he was talking about the whole time? Yeah. Yes, I remember <laughs> that episode. And they're hopping around on him. Around yes, balls. they hop around on their balls. Okay, so the only reason for telling the story is I'm sitting there cooking with my back to the, to the show, right? Just like, oh, listen to South Park while cooking. My parents are watching this episode. <laughs> and all of a sudden, my mom goes, Oh no! <laughs> what is going on? <laughs> As the dude leaves the clinic, 
<laughs> with with a bag of marijuana, and he starts hopping on his balls because before that he had him in a in a wheel a wheelbarrow, <laughs> wheelbarrowing yeah. him around. <laughs> oh, Puts no. him in front of the microwave just so they grow. Yeah, that yeah, was yeah. good. Oh. Wow, hey Brian, yeah, that was uh, <laughs> Brian. I got a question for you. Yeah, here I got a beer from Broken Arrow Brewing Company. Okay, and. It's quite delightful. Broken Arrow Brewing Company in Broken Arrow, Oklahoma. They've been open like since three weeks. middle of June, early yeah. June, yeah. something like that. Uh, really good beers this far. Um, maybe I'm biased. Maybe it's hometown feel or like uh, eating vegetables out of your own garden, but uh, it's just up the road. Really cool little joint. Uh, they did it up nicely. Anyhow, uh, this beer is an IPA and... It's called No Coast IPA, okay. which I think is kind of cool because, you know, used to seeing West Coast or East Coast and here in uh, landlocked Oklahoma, we have No Coast. So. Not landlocked. Uh, we have a port. You can get to the the Gulf of hey, Mexico. Hey, Brian. What's, okay, go ahead. Brian, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Semantics. You technically can go to the Mississippi from that's why we have, anyways. That's why we have whaling laws uh, in Oklahoma. Go ahead. Seven point one percent. It's really good. Uh, it is so. I bought these. I don't know last week, I guess, and that can them right there for you. Yeah, a little individual canner, and it's the freaking. It's a draft top style. What? Tab. Let me see. Yeah, dude. Look. So here's the your video. Here's is the real tab. fucking choppy. <laughs> it's so choppy. I know. I see fucking shit. I know. Well, I just open it so I can't pour it all over my keyboard like Frank did. Yeah, definitely but. don't do that. Maybe like tilt the monitor yeah. down. Oh shit! Okay, but that's cool. So it's a twelve yeah. ounce can that they did with three sixty top. Yeah, and you can you can get a sixteen ounce can as well. Um, cool. Or of course, you know, a growler. Yeah. But uh, yeah, the sixteen ounce is the three sixty top as well. That's awesome. And really legit, man. So I, I you know I personally have not purchased a draft top. But uh, it's a, I mean, this is this is what it is, right? Yeah, it's essentially Draft Top probably really doesn't like this. Can well, no, so I actually sent Sean from Draft Top the uh, the uh, a three sixty can from here in Dallas. I actually sent him yeah. one of the two that we have here, um, and I you know I actually had never got any feedback from him to see what he thought of it. To see if the draft top would work on it, or if it was just redundancy. Uh, but it, it, yeah, essentially that's what it is. It, it's pretty cool that they're doing that up there in Tulsa. So uh, I think we talked about it the last time that we brought up Pegasus City in their 360 can. But uh-huh. the reason that more breweries don't do that type of can is because it's against the law in a lot of states that what? you don't, you can't have. Uh, an aluminum can that has a separating apparatus uh, for littering purposes. So oh I'm, I'm wondering if it's uh, if they're Sorry. circumventing the law from <laughs> Jesus. Uh, if they're if they're getting around the law by just putting selling it out of their tap room, or if it's Maybe. not a law that's enforced in Oklahoma. Also possibility. I don't know, but I had never had, I had never drank out of a 360 top before, and it's nice, it's isn't it? Legit, it's it's a game changer, man. You don't it have really to worry, about, you don't have to worry about a glass. You just pop the top, 
and you're drinking. Yeah. No, it's good, man. I, I love it. Even Beautiful. when you do have to pour a beer for whatever reason, like if you want to let it warm up or uh, if you're pouring two into one glass, <laughs> like uh, it, it makes the pouring easier as well. Yeah, I can see that. So kudos to them. Um, it's good. Speaking, I, I really want to try that out because that place looks cool. Uh, the pictures that you sent, I, I, I like a good uh, exposed rafter roof. Uh, well, very, very nice. Look it up online, man. Even cooler, uh, it was, it that building's been around for like over 100 years, and it was the original ice house in really? the city of Broken Arrow, and then became the uh, first, I guess, um, power station. Not like a, not like a, uh, power generating company but maybe more like a step down transformer type of situation i don't know the exact i'm probably botching this all together and it was a no, fucking nail salon back also- in 1908 <laughs> but, the first nail salon in tulsa and as it was explained to me apparently that uh was oftentimes the case because these ice makers required a lot of electricity uh, to make ice, you know, to get these coils all cold and freeze, you know, make ice. And then they were like, well, shit, we got a lot of electricity. And it was around the time whenever, you know, electricity started becoming more affordable to the common folk. And they were like, oh, well, we could sell this, you know. Uh, and so they probably segued out of the ice industry and into the raping people uh, over energy wow. industry real quick. Like, So we went from ice to rape. We got all that good. That's... Much like the U.S. government well, is doing right now. Been, Am I right, guys? Yeah. Am I right? <laughs> From ice to rape. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, so, uh, with, with an icicle, you would get away with it. Oh, I'm just saying. God, the evidence because disappears. It's good. Yeah, exactly. It'd be like Frosty the Snowman <clears throat> killed somebody. Speaking of 360 tops in cans. Real quick before Philip has to go, I wanted to break some uh, Dallas beer news uh, on the cast tonight. So it was announced earlier today that Four Corners Brewing, the originator of the 360 top, at least here in Dallas, uh, Four Corners Brewing actually got bought out, or not got bought out, they sold uh, the majority of their shares to Constellation Brands, the owners of, you know, Brands like Corona, Modelo, Ballast Point, Funky Buddha. So they have they have uh, bought up a local Dallas brand now, which is I to me at least kind of cool uh, because I like to see Four Corners brands more widely available across the country. But for those of you up in Tulsa and in Austin who haven't had any of those big buyouts. How do you all feel about uh, Big Beer coming in and buying craft breweries? Oh, man. I think we've discussed this before. And, you know, really, if you are the brewery owner, <laughs> you have a whole lot different outlook on it than, say, somebody that's like, oh, those sellouts, I'm not going to drink their product anymore because Big Big Beer bought them. Yeah. Uh, would, would man, I don't know. It's kind of the American dream, though. Yeah. So I say good for that person who brought it up exactly. from nothing to 
getting interest uh, of one of the big beer companies to drop, you know, I don't know, six million dollars or whatever it was. Yeah, I, was I don't say, know what the buyout price was. So, so just so we're clear, when Constellation Brands bought Ballast Point, which Ballast Point, for perspective, it, when they got bought out, was about ten times as large, legitimately, as uh, Four Corners. But when Ballast Point got bought out, they got bought out for one point two. B- 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 billion dollars. <laughs> wow. Okay. So I'm way off on that, but I, yeah, good for them. Man. And, <laughs> well, and that's a, that's a, that's and, a, and that look, was a national brand at the time that it got bought out. Four Corners is strictly Dallas, Fort Worth, maybe some Austin distribution. They're not getting out of uh, the metroplexes of Texas uh, when Ballast Point was available in like 40 states by the time they got bought out. Yeah, but hold on, hold on. So you say that. The the steakhouse um, of uh, Eddie V's got sold for a couple hundred million dollars, and they were only in Austin, Houston, Dallas, and San Antonio when they got sold. Yeah. So having a having a brand in Texas is worth a shit ton of money. Oh, absolutely. Oh, dude, think about how much Papados is worth. Yeah. Oh, for sure. So if if these brands in Texas develop in the three city area or the quad city area and they can gain followings and significant revenue from those four cities people go oh okay well there's seven cities like houston in america there are uh eight cities like dallas and about 30 or 40 like austin and san antonio so think about that multiple upon upon what these people are making so getting paid 100 or 200 million dollars for a brand concept that works with a product in the case of four corners. Eh, okay. That's, that is about what those, those products should command. Um, so I'd imagine four corners probably sold for a good two, $300 million. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, that, that shit in and of itself, hey. just knowing that those, I mean, it's not like that money is going to, uh, that chunk of change is going to a company that's going to move production out of Alice. Nah, they're going to keep move. They're going to keep building the brand here. Uh, and if it gets distributed across the nation, that's cool, but it's still going to be built here. And that's what I don't understand. Like they peepers and yeah. craft beer. J Oers want to think that like, yeah. Oh, it's getting bought out by a na- an international corporation, man. I'm like, well, yeah, fuck you. Uh, Rick down the street who's brewing beer at Four Corners is still going to be brewing beer next week at Four Corners. No, like, and you know what? They are they're they're driving around Chevy Luminas. <laughs> like, those are the people. Frank, that might be the best inside reference you've ever fucking made on this cast. <laughs> that is the shit. That is that is legit, Frank. You know what? I erased one of those ground outs that you had earlier on in the cast, and I'll give you a fucking. I'll give you a hit on that. That was legit. Oh, that was good. You guys see Tim Tebow get hit in the head the other day playing baseball? What? Yeah. I'm about uh, he's to. playing for like a Phillies minor league team or something like that. Mets, but close. Mets, okay. Uh, yeah. He's playing in the farm, you know, double A, and he like goes back to the wall and it just hits him in the fucking head and then bounces like 20 feet off his head. And then he's like kind of dazed for a second. And then he runs over by the, uh, foul post and, and, and grabs it and throws it in. But the guy got a, got a triple out of it. Right. Um, it was just awesome. Tim Tebow playing baseball. It's good. Uh, he's a good guy though. 
you know. God damn it. God damn that's it. What, there's uh, no, I'm, I'm that's more what I'm upset. Think, right? I'm more upset that there's that's no what video. That's Lauren says or whatever her name is. Tammy. Tammy Lauren. <laughs> She's hot, though. We've discussed this. No, and I still she is Satan. will stand by Kelly Ann Conway. Oh, my God. <laughs> you know what? You understand that her stand husband. Kelly Ann. Her husband is not even standing by her at this point. Yeah, I, her husband travels by the motto of never looking a gift horse in the mouth. Yeah. Did you say every mm. birthday gift, gift horse gift or gift horse? Gift. Do you say Only like three do you, seconds? Do you say gif or gif or jif? <laughs> jif horse said, in the mouth. I said gift. <laughs> jif horse in the mouth. Do you know never that choosy at, moms choose jif? <laughs> never look a gift horse in the mouth. <laughs> it makes sense. This all makes perfect sense. No questions from me on my end. What else you got? <laughs> <laughs> okay, back to the beer. Uh, good for them. Uh, you know, as long as they keep doing what they're doing and producing a good product, I mean, it's just like Goose Island, and I've I've got a four pack of Goose Island Matildas in my refrigerator right four now. Four pack. I've got five Delicious. years. I've got five years worth of Goose Island Bourbon County barrel aged stouts in my refrigerator right now. I don't keep a hold of beer that sucks. Like they're good yeah. beers. I, I I will fucking fight people who say that Goose Island's not worth a shit. Absolutely. Uh, so as long as Four Corners sticks to their guns and they don't. You know, go overseas like Harley Davidson. Fuck, and, or uh, Levi yeah. Strauss. Sons yeah. of bitches. Yeah. Yeah. They're probably gonna start they're probably gonna start producing their beer in Puerto Rico. Oh, hold on, I got you. Puerto Rico. Yeah. We Just as soon as they get electricity back to the island in twenty twenty. Yeah. That's right. Oh, as soon as the those water shortage isn't an issue anymore. Traffic lights start working. Who? What? Dude, okay. What whatever happened to that California being divided into three states initiative? Oh, it's still going. Oh, it's, God. It's, they are fighting to have it not be on the ballot come this. So Texas has every possibility of doing the exact same thing. Matter of fact, yeah, but dividing states up are are like it's not up to the state really, except in the state of Texas. Any um, state. The state of Texas, it is. So, okay, and and I will be in the democratic utopia of Austonia. <laughs> Austonius, you'll be an island. <laughs> I'd wow. love it. And the the when it comes to California, they can have the vote and okay. Turpin or whatever the dudes. Okay, so this dude is a hardcore lib who. Um, also likes Bitcoin, and I don't know if he, he might be <laughs> he might be confusing like oh, libertarianism with liberalism, and cool. like yeah, he's hard hardcore into, and he, he he's a huge hedge fund manager too, so it makes it all even more confusing because people respect his opinions similar to like people who respected, and this is a deep deep kind of track on fans, but Bill Gross, who was a complete douchecock. So that sounds legit. He's like the he's like a he's like Bill Gross, and Bill Gross had this massive fall from grace. Um, this dude's gonna have the same thing happen to him because his Bitcoin investment is just not gonna work out. So when it comes down to it, he is spending a ton of money to petition and get signatures to get a ballot measure for splitting the state, and the California Supreme Court is trying to. Not well, I guess not the the California Supreme Court, but the the 
the DOJ in California, their equivalent, the, the attorney general is trying to get the California Supreme Court to strike down uh, the ballot measure and have it taken off the ballot. And that's like this whole fight that's been going on. And the ballots need to be printed like next week if they're going to be at all the locations in time for the November election or something like there's some deadline here in early August. It's not next week. It's like early August is when they submit them and they get them all like ready for print. And then they get printed in September. They get distributed throughout the rest of September and October. They get counted and then they actually get used on, on the day. And that's like this whole process because California also has like mail ballots. So, it's yeah, it's a mess. It is a complete mess. Um, well, I, I but it's I, still on the ballot. It, <laughs> it's it's amazing to me that one person can can draw that sort of like garner that sort of attention. It gives yeah. me hope for things that we care about, but at the same time, like I also know if it took a person, you need the to money. A, yeah, it took a person to be a fucking multi million dollar hedge fund manager. That uh, my initiative of keeping all old people off the road is never going to fucking take place. No, it's never going to make it to the they, ballot. They have all the money. So, sons of bitches mm-hmm. with their social security living off the government dole, man. Oh, God, you know that's the most annoying part of the boomers. Is like <laughs> they complain about people living off of living off of uh, uh, welfare, yet they are living off of a different form of welfare <laughs> well not even just they are they are all relying on social security and medicare being there yeah but they're acting like they're not like that's that's the part that's just like well oh, come on man all the stats say you have no savings where do you come up with this like what are you talking about oh, it's too much, it's too much. i really just wish that we could pay that into our own account though yeah. yeah, but what would you do with it? You're not more educated to invest it. Like I don't just, give a shit about investing it. At if least it fucking, would be there. At least it would. Yeah, exactly, Brian. <laughs> Thank okay. you. Okay. Yes. Okay. Damn, hit the reggae horn. Okay. Give it just. No, he told me what to do. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay. I, yeah, he and he. he All listened. right. So hold okay. on. Can I just quickly let's back sure. up really quick? It's Tim Draper, not Tim Turpin. Tim and. Yeah, oh, we were just talking about rapers. Yeah, yeah. Turp- Turpin was the other guy. He was the guy who held the kids hostage in, in California. Oh my so god! Had him wrong. <laughs> I read both stories today, so I got him confused. I'm sorry, but yeah, Tim Draper's the dude, the VC that invested in Bitcoin and all that shit. So okay, that's him. He's an asshole. Um, we'll move on. Uh, what's the next topic here, uh, Parker? Social what Security. About? What are we talking about? Okay, actually being sure. there at the end of the day when you Hold come on. to retirement. Because, but I feel like you're denying the fact that you did not just indicate that keeping the money under your mattress was a good idea. No, he just said. No, keep, no. He just said. He, he, like I, I took what Parker said as being like a four hundred one k. We're like, oh, yes, that's exactly. a terrible idea. Okay, it, terrible idea. Frank, how is that a terrible idea? You, you get to not, okay. So this, you get to this, use this, your own money you, and dictate uh, what happens. And and again, at sixty five, it's there. No, it's not. You know, the, the problem. Is, the, 
It's not. That is it's the not in your bank That's account. Fallacy. No. Where the because, fuck is okay, it? Okay, so if you treat it like a if you treat it like a form, okay, okay. So what are you going to be doing with this money? Let's do it this way. Um, I don't know. Living out my golden years on it. Okay, but what are you going to do with it in the meantime? How are you going to keep up with inflation? Okay, and how how are you going to do that? Just let it grow. Let it grow. I don't know. (laughs) Just put it in the fucking bank account. I mean, yeah, inflation's a thing, but it's still money. Okay, so... Inflation is not going to change that much. Okay. Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, this is hard. Frank. Uh, okay, so uh, Parker, listen to me. Listen, listen to me. I spent like, some time on Wall Street, okay, and okay. I know what I'm talking about. At least Parker, it's there. <laughs> no, here's here's the thing. Go go read up. Uh, actually, I will oh, send okay. you all a video on okay, the time well, value of money. Okay, let's so say I don't just understand earn the two percent that inflation takes from your spending power every year is significant enough to where your $200,000 in cash savings at the end of all this time that might have earned a quarter of 1% of interest over this period of time for the next 60 years or whatever, however long you should live, could be enough for like one year's worth of living expenses by the end of it. Like You need to invest that money, and statistics show that people are incapable of making those investment decisions, the average person – more often than not. So as a result, we have these things called managed funds, managed portfolios, social security, pension funds. Those things are not bad. The 401k system was never set up for retirement. It was set up for, okay, the exact scenario that you're talking about is what 401ks were set up for. So people had this pension, and this pension was nice, gritterate. They knew the pension was going to be there. Then someone said, well, why can't I spend some of my own money taking risk and investing it in the market? I think I can do well with it, and if I do well with it, then you know, I reap the rewards from it. And everybody said, yeah, that's fair, right? That invests in the American capital system. It makes sense. Let's do that. So the 401K was invented, and it was invented, I believe, by a guy at the University of Michigan um, Business School, and he was like, okay – like this this is a good plan the government gives you a tax break and then at the end you pay your normal income tax that you paid in your final years of employment and that's sort of like how we're going to do this so it was a supplemental income plan that was not like it, it, it was not meant for people to live day after day their entire livelihoods um, remaining after retirement on a 401k. It was never meant for that. So, But you can do it. You can't. It's not possible. So try it. Like, Go look at, at the ups and downs in the market. You've got to remember, we have seen since we've been employed, nothing but markets going up. We've not seen a market crash. We were in school when the market crashed. Mm-hmm. So... If if you want to see something wipe out your ability to afford anything, wait for the next one, and it's coming. It's probably about a year or two away. Yeah, so, but that's the thing with four hundred one k like basic target funds is I mean it's it's low risk, low reward. They're not gambling all your money in the in the stock market Vegas like 
That is it's small growth. Entirely accurate, but yes. So well, I don't ever look at my four hundred one k and I see it drop eighty percent. There's ups and downs, but that's no, I know that's. No, I I said I never look at it, and I'm like, what the fuck? I had ten dollars, now I only have two. So I'm when, saying, okay, like, so here, here's, it's, there's here's, small dips, but more ups than dips. There are more ups than dips. So, so across time, yes. How long that's going to keep going, we don't know because we are the only we we are the system that invented stocks. So it's been about a hundred and some odd years. We don't know where this game is going to end or how it's going to end or how long it's going to play out. But, yes, for right now, stocks work. Equity works. That's fine. Um, if we if we keep going um, across time, you, you will see within the analysis of people's ability to afford retirement, there are kind of three things that matter in that timeline. The first being when did they start investing? The second being how much did they contribute on an annual basis, on a monthly basis, on a weekly basis. And the third thing, which markets did they invest in? So if you look at those spectrum kind of elements, they're broad. You can invest in whatever you'd like, right? And as a result, there's no reason that the individual person has the time to beat what a financial manager or a well-managed portfolio could give them. To think that you will beat that is ignorant. It okay, is not, so what is not the is, what is the educated? Okay, so what is the educated move if you don't want to pay into so educated? Yes, hire somebody. Apparently. No, it's to hire somebody. It's not. It's your target. Your target date fund idea is fine for most people. That is correct. The 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 fallacy with the target date fund that you just need to realize. That is a common fallacy that many people believe is that it's low risk. It is not. A target date fund simply says we balance your money across time for your risk profile. So what they end up saying is is they say, okay, you are 30. By the time you're 60, it's going to be whatever, 1970-something. <laughs> God damn it. What? Uh, motherfucker. 1958, 48. By the time you're 60, it's going to be – 30 years now. And when you end up in that spot, you need X amount of money. And as a result, we can take your portfolio and risk the house right now. So you might see 80% loss in the next market crash. Um, you won't. It'll probably be more like 25 or 30%. But anyways, we can, we can risk the house right now so that in the future, you... Um, can take less less risk with more capital across time and end up with a decent retirement. It's not a sure bet. They're probably about 15 years old. They came into being right around 2003, 2005, um, when ETFs really started becoming a thing. They're not a sure bet. I would say for right now, they're one of the best bets. I would say index funds through Vanguard. If you don't have a Vanguard account, Vanguard investment, do it. It's right. The okay. cheapest managed funds on earth. Can I? Yeah, I mean, real quick. Um, go ahead. Wouldn't you, though, rather go with the 401k route where it's not a, a sure bet, but it's something? Um, and I would rather roll the dice on 
on that, then we know and how Social Security is going to turn out. Okay, so here, here's 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 what it's I would. It's going to be dead. We will not see any of it in 2048. And why is that? But, I mean, it's been it's been bankrupt and pilfered for forever, right? I mean, it's okay. never been earmarked for just that and they've robbed Peter to pay Paul so many times fucking Peter has no more money in his pockets and so it's kind of in in a scheme it's like a Ponzi scheme in a sense isn't it no hold on okay so you said two things just now we robbed Peter to pay Paul which was the US Congress taking funds out of Social Security to fund the government multiple times Uh Social Security is a completely solvent scheme Ponzi schemes are not solvent. So scheme is not a good Social word Security, in general. <clears throat> yeah, no. So Social Security pension schemes, these things work, and they've worked for way longer than equity investments have worked across the world. Okay, so um, having a a a company give you a check or goods in exchange for your lifetime's worth of service to that company has happened for a long time. Um, it works. It is a fair means of exchange. Social Security is no different. You pay your money in, the government gets to borrow that money for a while, and then they pay you out um, what they borrowed from you with interest across time. It works. You know what doesn't work? Taking that money and then moving the money that's supposed to pay back the people to pay for government expenditures. That doesn't work. I and mean, that's stupid and will never work, right? So. Instead, what we do is we give tax cuts to billion-dollar companies and then run trillion-dollar deficits, and then we say, hey, by the way, Social Security's out of money. Yeah, fuck you, man. Like, go home. Um, so on the other hand, what you're dealing with from, from a 401k perspective, the part that I don't like about 401ks is that 99% of society has no financial literacy to manage that 401k. So you even suggesting that you put it in a target date fund, like even at the surface, talking about target date funds, that's impressive. Most people don't know like that that is a wise thing to do. They just go, what should I put it in? And they just kind of do whatever they want, right? Yeah. If you have a 401k and it's not – and you know virtually nothing about the markets, just throw your money into a target date fund. That is by far – until you get time to really learn about the stock market, that is by far the best way to do it. Um, it, it you know, like this topic is, is, is incredibly complex, and when people try to distill it, it loses – it's one of those that loses a ton of value by distilling it down to talking points because retirement is a combination of – multiple sources of income that you've accumulated throughout your life. It's not one thing. It's not it's not investing in the stock market solely. It's not purchasing real estate solely. It's not you've got to diversify across a multiple kind of wide spectrum of things. Start a business. If it fails, that's okay. You have a house. You have a pension fund, maybe probably not. You have a four hundred one K, right? Like you do these things to get multiple sources of income when you retire, and that's the goal. Any one of those things failing shouldn't kill you. Yeah. Um, and and I, I feel as though that's not explained well enough to 
most people. Like it's not it's not about betting on the stock market. Fine, you're good at it. That's very few people retire off of stock market wealth. Well, we need to be better educated about. I mean, this is this needs to be a, a, a class in high school, and do away with literature, some bullshit class. Like literature this is more important stuff. Class. Yeah. It needs to be, yeah, like financial management, man. Like kids don't learn it's, it's shit. Absolutely, but okay. So now, now translate it, and I'm like, I know we're getting long in the in the tooth here, but. Translate that to being able to then talk about inflation and macroeconomics and how the government is spending their money. And, you know, like this stuff is so complex, boiling it down to stupid one line phrases like the good should live within its means. You know, okay, the government doesn't have means. The government will spend as much money as we're willing to give it. Like that is it. So, if, if you want to start discussing how they're spending money, maybe we can talk about that or why we don't have enough money to spend. We can talk about that. Like where the money comes from in the end is, is the American taxpayer and that will always be there. So let's figure out how better we spend it instead of talking about the freaking debt. Um, let's talk about how we reduce the deficit and not increase the debt. Very different things. So <clears throat> it's, it's like all of these things in, in, in today's society have gotten like distilled into these one-liners that for people who have spent long, long, long amounts of time and some people careers, some people decades, other people's even just a few years, they can very well get frustrated trying to explain why – a talking point is bullshit because it comes up over and over and over and over. And you're just like, man, I don't have the time nor the energy to explain to another person why pension plans are not Ponzi Ponzi schemes and never will be. Right. So it's, it's sort of to your point, people need to learn this and understand why these things aren't empirical truths. Because okay. there aren't enough people who understand it that can then go out and explain and teach the world. It's just not going to happen. And I will be up front. I, I don't know my ass from a hole in the ground on that type of stuff. I mean, I know you've taught me some stuff over the years, but I still have just scratched the surface. And, and I am that target date fund uh, guy. Um, sadly, I, I mean, I don't have enough fucking time in my day as is, let alone to learn the intricacies of stocks and trading and the markets. And, um, but on the one liner subject that you hit on a second ago, would you agree with this one liner that we, and the, this is a proverbial, we, it could be, we personally in your own home or, uh, we as a state or we as a government, a U.S. government, um, we don't have a earning problem. We have a spending problem. Do not agree with that. You don't. How? No, I do not. And so, okay. So Brian has limited recording time left, but I'm going to I'm going to give it a quick rundown. Okay. Taxes are at the lowest point they've ever been in history across both personal and corporate. Period. Okay. Um, As a result, the U.S. government has had to borrow money for normal expenditures. The budget is set 
okay, for a given year based on prior commitments, not based on current year obligations, okay? So you commit to projects. If you want to commit to a new project, that's a next year's budget cycle. So if you end up running a deficit, it's because you committed to too much and brought in too little, okay? People are expecting government services to exist. They expect the ability to gain welfare. They expect the ability to gain food stamps. Things that are perfectly reasonable of an economy that runs around $20 trillion GDP a year, about. It's it's a little less than that, but it will be up at that by 2020. So <clears throat> the, richest comp- the richest country in the history of the world um, cannot have a spending problem uh, because we only spend somewhere in the neighborhood of let's see what's what's three trillion dollars out of 18 right that's one eighth one six so if you end up with one sixth of your economy being spent by the u.s government in taxation right compare that to other economies we are nowhere near their amount of spending as a percentage of gdp um we service a lot of debt because people don't want to pay taxes not because we have this massive problem with generating income in this country that can be spent. So if no one wants to pay taxes, but everybody expects holes free of potholes, roads free of potholes, buildings that don't crumble, infrastructure in the city that doesn't have city hall falling down and cops and firefighters to come to their home whenever something happens. If that's our expectation, we need to decide, is this what, we're going to live with in the future less of that services less of welfare less of whatever or are we okay with spending a little bit more from our side to help the government pay for these things the government physically can't have a spending problem it is an expectation versus reality problem that gets gets it gets permeated and and kind of like shown um through it's deficit. If people expect more than what they're paying, you run a deficit and you need to adjust that. So the farmers in the Midwest, they're the biggest recipients of welfare in this country on a personal level. They get paid not to farm sometimes much, much more than the person in Brooklyn that needs some food stamps. Man. Okay. It's it's a reality problem. That makes sense. It does. I just cannot help but think about our military spending sometimes and think about how much could and be that, cut. From but that. hold on. I mean, we've got like 700 you're, you're, some odd bases across the world. Like, come. But the there's, fuck not, on. There's, not enough, there's not enough to cut there to get a trillion dollar deficit <laughs> down. There you don't think so? There's not enough to cut. There is not. I feel there's like the amount that we spend every year in Iraq and Afghanistan. Uh, could more than pay for every teacher in this country of five thousand dollar raise. Absolutely, you're you're you might be right about the five thousand dollar raise for teachers, but that's like the tip of the iceberg of issues. So we're, 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 we are we are discussing a a problem that is so like there's a video that talks about how much a trillion dollars is. The the government spending on defense is I think it's right around seven hundred and some odd billion. If you just cut everything 25% in the government tomorrow and it didn't matter what you cut, 
you still wouldn't get to one trillion dollars. That's insane. So, so your your problem, while it is well intentioned, and I appreciate people trying to keep the government in check, it is not the fucking government. It is corporations that are robbing you on a daily fucking basis, and people need to start waking up to it and start talking about it and start rising up against it. It is not the government. It is not you and I. We pay enough taxes. It is Google, it is Amazon, it is all these people who sit in Silicon Valley, all these people who sit in Houston with their oil companies and these banks in New York, they're not paying enough money. And until we start talking about that, nothing will change. We will keep fighting in our pauperish ways with our pauperish amount of money and our fucking small-minded mentality that isn't enough to do anything with. But Frank, those I- those giant companies are... Providing employment to people who I don't know and have no connection yeah. to. Mm-hmm. You might as well. You might as well throw them on the dole. It'd be better for us. <laughs> mm-hmm. Basic uh, income. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know, and I, I don't know. We're trying to end here, but I, I was just really thinking on like the microcosm scale of the. We don't have an earning problem. We have a spending problem. Like, you know, sometimes when I'm like, "Damn, where's all my money going?" Oh, well, as um, an as a citizen, didn't... maybe, but. The the conversation that, the, that is the biggest fallacy is no the no citizen but, problem is not the corporation problem yes okay yeah so so, so you will agree like on a personal level like oh man I did spend three hundred dollars at Starbucks last month uh, I can probably cut that out you know or at least but cut no it by one, a third no, okay, right so, so Parker there's not a single person on either side of the aisle that will not agree with you that people get taxed enough I'm not the even talking about taxes man. No, no, no. It is taxes. It's absolutely taxes. That's, that is how things get paid for that affect your daily life that you don't pay for directly, right? Yeah. So if, if, if we're looking at the budget and we're looking at people paying taxes into it, the proportion of humans and labor paying taxes into the federal coffers are relatively on par with the proportion of corporations. But guess who gets way more income? So yeah. when you just strictly talk about that, that, that ratio should be so heavily weighted towards corporations. And we, you and I are fighting about our taxation, right? Like, not fighting. I'll, but we are, we're talking about, like, individual taxation. No one, no one would disagree that individuals get taxed plenty. I don't think the rich get taxed enough, but that's not even the biggest bucket. So whatever. You don't want to tax them, fine. At least just tax corporate income to the extent to which it needs to be taxed. Like, don't don't disassociate these two issues. They're 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 or convolute them. They're 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 not equals. We don't need to talk about personal taxation, small business taxation. And corporate taxation in the same bucket, because what they end up doing is they do the, the the corporation draws that straight. They draw their taxes straight back to small business, who then draws it straight back to your or my pocket, and it's not the same thing. No. They're all three different types, and they're treated completely different, but they all get written about and spoken about as though they're evil, and it's bullshit. Mm. All right, the so, more you know, Brian. You're here. Here's the here's the tax plan for America. People, we pay the same, nothing changes. Small businesses, they pay the same, but only up to a valuation of about a hundred million dollars. 
anything above a hundred million dollars, boost their taxes to thirty five percent, or they can fuck off. That'll solve your income problem. You'll have enough money to spend. Social Security be real sealed up. Medicare will be fine. That's your problem right there. No, no, no deductions. Thirty five percent, all income worldwide. Period. There you go, and we'll take your uh, 500 words or more written sir, like a written essay uh, regarding the American tax plan uh, due by the end of the month. You can email us at nobearleftbehindcast at gmail.com. Frank will be grading these essays and returning them to you before the end of the semester, okay? So... Uh, we're glad that you joined us here on Nobody Left Behind. And if it feels like we're rushing out of this, we kind of are because I am literally running out of hard drive space. <laughs> so uh, hopefully that'll be fixed soon. Uh, until then, we're going to cap this beast at, at, at two hours regardless. Um, I hope you've had a g- great time. Be sure to reach out to uh, friends, family, and uh those random strangers out on the streets and tell them about nobody left behind. We appreciate it. Be sure to also hit us up on Apple on iTunes, the uh, podcast over there. Leave us a review. Uh, that'll help some other schmuck get, uh, get, get wind of our podcast. You can also check us out on social media at Nobody Left Cast on Twitter and Instagram. And even though I haven't talked about it, we're also available on Facebook and apparently doing okay over there. So, be sure to reach out to us on one of those social media platforms. Let us know that you're listening. Let us know what you want to hear more of, what you want to hear less of, and we'll probably ignore the latter. So, for Brian here in North Texas, until next time, I'm out. Mm, good stuff. Good good conversation, Frank. Uh, I think I'm just going to start putting my money in uh, World War III bonds. Uh, starting tomorrow. Uh, for Parker in the former oil capital of the world, Tulsa, Oklahoma, I'm out. For Frank, uh, still driving his Chevy Lumina. Um, <laughs> grab some gold, and you'll never hear me say that, but now's a good time. Um, not for fear-mongering, just everything's very expensive. Gold's actually kind of cheap. I'm out. Here.